0: The greatest, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest. What up, though, everybody? Meat Stokes here. Welcome to episode two of the Goat Debate Podcast. So glad that you guys are joining us on this lovely evening. With me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend. The producer extraordinaire, Mister Tremendous Goat, like that intro, Darius Brown. What's up, man? How you doing?
1: I like that. I like that. It was very stellar of you. Very stellar. I'm good, man. I'm I'm ready to go for this debate. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm ready, man. I, I I've got no more words. I'm ready.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good one tonight. Thanks so much for uh, for tuning in, guys. Those of you who checked out last week's episode where we debated uh, the greatest sports movies, you can check that out on our YouTube page. You can check that out uh, on any podcasting platform pretty much that, that's out there. Uh, you can find the Go Debate podcast, so be sure uh, to check that out. We appreciate the support. But tonight, tonight we're going to get into this. Uh this great debate. The last dance, this Chicago Bulls documentary that's on ESPN is kind of taking the world by storm because there's not very much these days that can take the world by storm. We're kind of you know in this in this shutdown phase, if you will. But the last dance, the documentary of the 97-98 Chicago Bulls has taken, taken the world by storm, so many different discussions and debates as it pertains to that team and some of the, the goings-ons with that team during that last season. And so it made us ponder here at the GOAT debate, of all the NBA championship teams, which NBA championship team is the greatest? And that is what we're going to debate tonight on the GOAT Debate Podcast. But before we get into any of that, Darius, we got a promotion tonight. Is that right?
1: Of course. We So we've been thinking, and I've been seeing this, it's been seeping into my brain as I'm watching The Last Dance. I keep seeing these ads for these $9.99 uh, boneless wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, it pairs great with basketball. So I thought, why not, give away some of these great 9.99 wings. It's it's not sponsored by any um any official company. This is coming straight from the GOAT the GOAT debate. Um so to find out how we can go ahead and give you some of this some some cheddar to get some of these wings we'll announce it right before we announce the number one GOAT of all time for NBA championships post-80s. So all you got to do is stick with us until right before uh, we announce the number one GOAT. And we will tell you how to go ahead and enter. It's not clickbait. We're giving away $9.99. Um, we're just asking for three simple things. Um, and then, of course, your cash app. So we can cash app you the money. Uh, that easy. So stick stick tuned.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Great little promotion. Get you some chicken wings. It's you know a good time, man. Good time. Lovely time. So, NBA champions. Let's lay out the groundwork or the criteria for how we we came up with this with this list. So we're talking about NBA champions post nineteen eighty to now. So the last forty years. Uh, of course, if you listen to our episode last week we kind of gave you a breakdown of how we come up with these rankings. We kind of do a composite of my rankings, Darius rankings, as well as the rankings of our tribe, our group of listeners that check us out. And we uh, tabulate all of those votes, come up with a a composite ranking. And that ranking is what we, um, we give you guys here on the Go Debate Podcast. So without further ado, uh, as we as we do every episode, before we get into our top five, we talk about the first two out. Those two teams here, in this case teams, that we're kind of giving a shout out to and honorable mention. And let's start with a team that is personally, personally near and dear to my heart, being that I am a native of Detroit, Michigan. This is a team that I absolutely love. And a team, by the way, who Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls pretty much roasted on these last couple of episodes of uh, the Last Dance documentary. Uh, So an honorable mention or one of the first two teams out that did not quite make our top five is the 1989-1990 Detroit Pistons. Uh, This was the second um, championship won by the Detroit Pistons. They won uh, also in uh, the 1988-89 season. Uh, But this was the second uh, championship back-to-back, 1989-1990. The Detroit Pistons defeated the Portland Trail Blazers in the NBA Finals. In what we you know we like we like to call the five game sweep actually portland if i'm not mistaken may have won game one of that series and the pistons um, or maybe it was game 2 and then the pistons won impressively i should add back back then the nba finals was uh, the format for the finals was you played two at home three on the road and then two back at home so it was the 2 3 2 format so the Pistons won game one, lost game two to Portland. Uh, games one and two were in Detroit. So they go back to Portland with a series one to one, and the Pistons win three straight games in Portland. So quite the impressive run for the Pistons. It was not only it was their, um, their second NBA championship back-to-back but it was also their fourth consecutive trip to the NBA finals, which uh which within itself is an impressive feat. So shout out to my boys, the bad boys, one of the greatest teams of all time. I don't care what anybody says. We're gonna we're gonna talk about them, I think, again a little bit later, hint hint. But um shout out to the 1989, 1990 Detroit Pistons, back-to-back NBA champs. Uh, do you have anything you want to add, Mr. Brown? I, I see you are frowning up over there. You, you you sound like you might have a little problem with my pistons, man.
1: With these pistons, eh, I mean they, they they squeaked. Well, they didn't quite get in, but They squeaked into just being on the podcast. That is, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> they you know they had their their glory. You know, Isaiah was the M- finals MVP. Uh, Dennis Rodman was the defensive MVP coming in to that finals, and uh, as you mentioned, they were the third team ever to win back-to-back uh, championships. Celtics and the Lakers uh, being the other two teams. So, okay, impressive.
0: Uh, Celtics, Lakers, Pistons. Come on, come on. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, they, you know, they they did well. They did okay, but you're they're not the goat clearly okay. why they're one of the first two out so they okay. did good right. just okay. not great
0: fine what what other teams you know go to four straight nba champ, nba finals i'm just I'm
1: saying no
0: yeah but but anyway i know you know later on we might get into that but uh yep 1989 1990 detroit pistons didn't quite make our top five but they were one of the first two out our second team to get that honorable mention that uh, didn't quite make our top five list is a more current team. And we were uh, at a, and a team that uh, a little controversial because of how they came together. Right. Uh, The linking of all of these superstars to make one team, but it worked. And the team that uh, is our second honorable mention, if you will, is the 2012-2013 Miami Heat? They didn't quite make our list, but they are an honorable mention here today on the GOAT debate. Darius, what can you tell us about this uh this great team?
1: I mean, they, they had a an amazing run, you know, sixty-six and sixteen that season. Uh, they defeated the Spurs in seven games, which you know some amazing people-
0: series, great series.
1: Yep, the and they were a great great team. Uh, Spurs were second in the West at that time, um, you know, but with you know Duncan and Danny Green and uh, young Kawhi Leonard, Tony Parker. I mean, it, it was an amazing roster that that faced that that trio that you said that stacked up for. The, so it was just a great series, and uh, you know, didn't quite make the top five on our list, but but a good team nonetheless.
0: Yeah, for sure, and of course, the Heat, you know, with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, they were uh, they were excellent. This was the first of two consecutive meetings between uh, the Heat and the Spurs in the NBA Finals. They would go on to play each other uh, in 2014 as well, and we know actually the Spurs uh, won that won that series. So they kind of had a little a little mini rivalry, if you will. Uh, but yeah, you got to shout out the Heat there. I know our homeboy, uh, our homeboy Shane, who's a who's a Miami Heat lover, is uh, yeah. probably very appreciative of um, of the uh, of the shout out to the Miami Heat. If I'm not mistaken, LeBron James was the MVP of uh, of that series. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure LeBron was the MVP. Uh, of that, uh, of that particular NBA Finals. In fact, I think he probably was MVP for every championship he won. Uh, he won in Miami, so Miami Heat, 2013 Heat, uh, not quite on the top five list, but deserving of an honorable mention nonetheless. So now we move on to those teams that did make. Uh, the list of the greatest NBA champions of all time, post 1980, and we're going to start at number five, right at the top of that uh, <laughs> that start date, if you will. This was a, a a team, a great team that was that was led by a wily veteran and a young upstart rookie. By the name of Irvin Magic Johnson. So coming in at number five on our list of greatest NBA champions is the 1980 Los Angeles Lakers. Darius, what you got for us on the Lakers? The Lake Show. This is the beginning of the Lake Show.
1: The beginning, the very beginning. And 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 as you mentioned, the young Magic Johnson, he was the youngest player to log a triple-double in the playoff game, uh, 13 points, 12 rebounds, and 16 assists. Uh, so, I mean, he just coming right off the top, showing you that he was about to be a GOAT uh, with that performance right there. But, I mean, you talk about th- that was the the Lakers. That was the... While Magic was the the, the MVP of the finals, uh they had this, this this small guy by the name of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who just happened to be guy. the NBA's MVP that year. And right. guess who was on the other side of the court in this epic battle? He's the number two runner-up in the MVP race that year, a guy by the name of Dr. J, which somebody from the NBA was throwing a little shade on, on their list, you were telling me,
0: uh, yeah. today. Uh, yeah, Kendrick Perkins, I don't know what he was thinking. There was a list that came out today of the top five small forwards of all time by Kendrick Perkins, former NBA player, now analyst. And that list did not include the great Dr. J. But yeah, man, um, this this series was, was really a coming out party for Magic Johnson. He was, he was a rookie. He actually ended up playing center. I know it's it's kind of... It's talked about a lot, but he actually played all five positions, you know, in this series, and he was the MVP, as you stated, against a a great uh, Sixers team, who would you know go on a couple of years later and actually win an NBA championship. So uh, this was a this was a, a a great Lakers team. It was the start of what really would be you know the uh, dominance in the 80s that rivalry between between the celtics and and the lakers they would kind of uh, alternate to win several nba championships in the 80s there were a couple of teams that threw some some wrenches in that but for the most part you know the celtics and the lakers kind of uh, kind of dominated the 80s so there you have it the 1979 1980 los angeles lakers Uh, The number five team on our uh, on our GOAT debate list uh, here today and then moving on, moving on to number four again. So we're we're taking it back and then we're coming back current, taking it back, coming back current. We did that with the honorable mentions and now we're doing that here uh, with the teams that actually made our list and coming in at number four. One of my personal favorite teams in this new era of NBA basketball, if you will. This was another team that added a star very controversially after uh, after losing the championship the previous year. They were already a great team, and they just added one of the top three players in the league and Kevin Durant and got even better. So coming in at number four on our list of the greatest NBA championship teams of all time post 1980 is the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors. Now, Darius, I'm gonna throw it to you, man. I got some stuff to say about this team, but but uh but, but lay, lay some facts on me when when we're talking about, you know, Chef Curry with the shot and and clay and and draymond and durant they had they had a great squad
1: they indeed had a great squad um you you take a look at that playoff run they only lost one game that entire playoff series which was to the Cavs in in the finals i I believe during the season they were ranked maybe the number one and the number number one offense and i believe the number two defense which when you hear about Clay and Steph and Durant, you're thinking threes and dunks. You're not thinking defense. Um, but that is the year that uh, Draymond got his Defensive Player of the Year award um, mm-hmm. as well. So um, you, you talk about them putting together the super team. Bob Myers was Executive of the Year, um, f- you know, for the NBA, and then Kevin Durant you know, close it all up, put a nice bow on, on, on all that talk about getting the super team you got to produce. And Kevin Durant was your MVP of that finals. Um, you know, as they, you know, that this, you gotta remember, this is a Cavs team with, with with the great LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. It was a big deal to get Kevin Love as they shipped off what a lot of people were thinking was a young superstar. Uh, you know, that was a controversial uh, decision to, sh- to, 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 to bringing Kevin love, but it ended up working out um, in the long run. Cause they did end up, end up getting a championship, just not this
0: year. Yeah. 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 So one, a couple of things that were impressive about golden States run this particular year, you kind of alluded to it. You said it earlier. They lost, I think they went 16 and one in the, in the playoffs. They went through the entire Western conference, undefeated so they beat uh they beat the portland trailblazers in round one which you know nothing to sneeze at uh I'm, i'm 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 losing a having a brain fart here but damian lillard cj mccollum you know they were younger but uh but still a formidable portland team then they go to the to the conference semifinals and sweep utah and then in the conference finals they take care of a team that has won championships and been historically great throughout uh, throughout the last you know twenty years in the NBA in the San Antonio Spurs. So they sweep those guys, and that was still when the Spurs had had Kawhi. I think Kawhi might have gotten hurt if I'm not mistaken in that series. Um, he had an injury or something like that that kind of sidelined him a little bit, and really gave. Uh, Golden State, uh, Golden State, the edge, and then of course they get to the finals. They play Cleveland. Cleveland gets a game, but Golden State pretty much, you know, dominates that series. A year after winning seventy-three games, breaking the Bulls' mm-hmm. record for most wins in the season, and then coming up short in the championship, they just reload with Durant. They end up winning sixty-seven games the next year, which is in, an impressive feat within itself and then they go on to uh, of course win um their second championship in three years and then of course will go on the next season to win to win again so pro- probably the team that is closest to being a dynasty in this era of, of basketball if you will in the Warriors and definitely uh definitely a great team no doubt Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, we're we're plowing through. <laughs> we are plowing through. We're plowing through this list of uh of our greatest uh greatest NBA champions. And now this is where I get excited, mm-hmm. man. This I think, think this is where it comes to a halt. Oh, this is what oh, this is where it comes to a halt. I don't think so. Again, folks, we gotta point out real quick, we have this composite ranking where again we take my rankings, Darius's rankings, and the rankings of our tribe, our listeners, and I just want to point out. First of all, the the thirteen heat who were uh, who were honorable mention, they actually got the second most votes by by our listeners, known as known as known as the tribe. And then this next team, they tied with this next team. That I'm going to talk about now. Actually, I take that back. They did not tie. They tied with the with the 90 edition of uh of this team. But uh the next team that I want to talk about is my all-time favorite NBA champion. 1988, 1989, Detroit Pistons, the Bad Boys, the Bad Boys, one of the greatest teams of all time Darius Brown is over there rolling his eyes he's hating on my boys but this team let me t- tell you how bad no pun intended they really were coached by Daddy Rich aka Chuck Dale one of the best coaches of all time the general manager Jack McCloskey put together a great team we're talking about Isaiah Thomas Joe Dumars John Sally Dennis Rodman bill lambeer james buddha edwards midway through the season they make a controversial trade they trade adrian dantley who was one of their top scorers to uh dallas for isaiah's homeboy and one of his closest friends in real life mark aguirre but mark aguirre came in was a great six man for us did his thing uh who else am i missing did I, I, I The Rick microwave Vinny Johnson One of the greatest Role players, bench players In the 80's, no doubt He could come in, he was instant Offense, this was a team That had to o- Overcome Dearest, Listen to this, they had to o- Overcome Larry Bird They had to beat the Boston Celtics They had to defeat Michael Jordan In the conference finals and then in the NBA finals, not only did they beat the LA Lakers, they swept the LA Lakers. Yes, Magic Johnson got hurt. Everybody said, Oh, Magic had a hamstring injury. Magic got hurt, but they were going to lose anyway. Definitely. The Detroit Pistons, 1989. I'm sorry, 88 89 NBA champs, one of the best. They come in at number three on this list, on our list today. Come on, what do you got? Cause, cause you don't, you, you, you hating on this team. You don't, you don't think they deserve to be on this list. Clearly, the tribe has a lot of sense. I definitely, you know, they were going to be on my list. But what do you got to say, man? Let me, let me hear it. You, you got stats and numbers and all this stuff. Let's hear. It. Let's go.
1: Well, uh, I mean, beyond all the stats and the numbers right you you mentioned the key factor game two magic johnson goes down with the hamstring he tries to come back in game three only plays five minutes on top of that they the lakers lose byron scott and he doesn't play at all right so their two starters are gone so so let's let's talk about that Let's talk about how the Lakers were undefeated in the playoffs and rolling until their two guards go down. I mean, name another team that could go into the finals and lose their two top guards and be okay. Name any team. You can't do it. So, listen. listen. Talk about how, yes. No, go no, ahead.
0: No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make your point. Make your point.
1: Because I was just trying to say you try to say how great they are. They had. Let me give some roses out. Let me give some roses out real quick. Pistons were sixty-three and nineteen coming into the to the playoffs. They had an amazing run. They were fueled yes. by. Uh, yes. Amazing. It's amazing, right? And they were they were fueled by. Uh, Last year, the 87-88 finals where they, you know, lost 3-2, right? So they had all kinds of motivation. I, I, I believe I have my, my ears correct. They have the motivation. So they they lose in the finals. And then the next year they're coming in and they're like, boom, we got to get this done. They make the trades happen. They have a great season. And then it's all murked up and, and, and clouded. I mean, let's... You you look at Magic. He had he he had the most assists in 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 history for, for the playoffs. I mean, he was on a roll, and they were up until the point he got hurt uh, in, in Game Three, and then and then he had to go down and in and out. So I think it's clouded. Maybe they make the list, Stokes, but. Number three, when you when you sweep a uh, uh, injured, depleted Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Oh oh oh! Hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let's listen, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 point this out. Let's 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 lay out a little history for those okay. that may not know. The year before, when the Lakers were at full strength, they were done. They were done. We got robbed in that series in game six. A phantom foul call on Bill Lambert in the final seconds of that game. Sent Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to the line. He makes two free throws. The Lakers, I think, win that game by like two points or something like that. That game was in the bag. The Pistons were going to beat the Lakers the year before at full strength. So Magic injuring his little hamstring and Byron Scott not being a factor. Only, first of all, that that wasn't going to stop the inevitable. It was the Pistons' time. The Lakers were coming down after dominating the 80s, right, and dominating the West. Let me ask you this real quick, real quick.
1: Okay. You're talking about – Magic Johnson was the MVP of the
0: league that year. Okay. So not having the MVP it didn't matter? I'm not saying that it didn't affect it, it didn't matter, but the Pistons were going to win that series because the previous year, okay, we could say, we could say in the the year before that, Isaiah Thomas's ankle injury was the reason why the Pistons didn't win the championship. Because in game 6 of that series, Isaiah gets hurt, hurts his ankle. He he has a, a Superman type third quarter in, in game six and scores like 20-something points in the quarter on a bum ankle, exerts so much energy that he's ineffective in game seven, and therefore the Lakers go on to win and win the championship. So Isaiah was hurt the year prior. Magic was hurt the year they won. It's sports. It happens. Don't downplay. First of all, don't downplay my boys. That was their what? Their second straight, or or no, that wasn't their second straight trip. I think that was their first trip to the uh to the to the finals, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but at any event, they proved their medal by going on the next year and winning the championship, showing they were uh ex- absolutely the best team in the NBA. Right? And so it happens. Injuries happen. Magic was hurt. The previous year, Isaiah was hurt. The Lakers won. This particular year, Magic was hurt. Did Isaiah play <laughs> that, that series? He did play.
1: Okay, okay. okay. He
0: played. Just checking. checking. But his ankle was hurt. Game 7, he didn't play. Game 7, he hardly played, which is when they needed him the most. But But I digress. You're trying to diminish the championship of one of the greatest teams of all time. Listen, I don't care what Michael Jordan gets on the last dance and says and Horace Grant and all those bitter little Chicago Bulls guys. I don't care about any of that. This team, oh, they oh they were rough. Oh, they roughed guys up. Listen, that's how the league was back then. Everybody roughed everybody up. The Lakers and the Celtics played like that. Nobody says anything about that. But, you know, the Pistons go slap a couple guys around, beat up, you know, the golden child and Michael Jordan, and then it's a problem. But that don't take away the fact that these boys was two-time champions and they played great basketball. They were a great team. They they were deep. And, and quite frankly, they were a buzzsaw at that point. There you go. Joe Dumars, who, by the way, Uh, for those great listeners out there. My all-time favorite basketball player in the history of the NBA, again, native Detroiter. uh, I am. Joe Dumars wasn't, but I'm a native Detroiter. Uh, Joe Dumars was the MVP of that series, um, and deservedly so. He had an excellent series and, uh, and and helped carry the Pistons to their first championship. Man, those were the days. I was a young lad in the city of Detroit, and, the parades and just, and, and the excitement around the city. I remember after they won the championship, going outside in my neighborhood and there were people climbing on light poles. Like it was, it was insane. It was insane. I mean, come on. It's Detroit, man. It's a little crazy. People were climbing on light poles. There was like a a KFC sign, like a Kentucky back then it was Kentucky fried chicken. It wasn't KFC. Mm -hmm. There's like a, a Kentucky fried chicken bucket. Somebody was like dangling off of this thing on seven mile in Detroit. It, it was a wild time. Uh, and they're personally, listen, man, they deserve to be on the list. I'm glad they're number three. Darius is hating and he's going to throw out some other stats later on that I'm sure uh, is going to further diminish my boys, but I'm not going to let that hate uh, ruin what is already a great episode of the Go Debate. So Detroit Pistons, 1989 NBA champions, the first of two consecutive championships, number three on our list of greatest NBA championship teams. And now coming in at number two, Darius. I've been talking a lot about, about the Pistons. I was excited. I was amped up. So I'm trying to calm down a little bit. This is a team that is... In some some people's minds, believe it or not, the greatest or ha- they have been called the greatest team of all time. Greatest NBA NBA franchise NBA team, not franchise, but they are they are from one of the greatest NBA franchises of all time. But this particular uh, version of the team has been called one of the greatest teams of all time. They were dominant, man. Sixty seven win regular season um they 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 had a squad man and and speaking of my Detroit Pistons who we were talking about previously these guys there was no team listen okay later on I I I hated the the Chicago Bulls because of the the rivalry with the Bulls and the Pistons were so intense but prior to that this team gave me nightmares I, I will admit this on on a podcast on airwaves. This is one of the few times this team is responsible for one of the few times that I have actually cried <laughs> after a sporting event. I was so devastated uh, the year that they beat the Pistons in the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. I want to say it was the year. It was the year after this team we're going to talk about. It was 1987. The Pistons were in Boston. They were getting re- I mean, they were winning this game in the final seconds. It was like eight seconds left or something crazy, maybe less than that. Isaiah Thomas throws an inbound pass that gets stolen by Larry Bird. It gets thrown to Dennis Johnson for a layup. We go on to lose that game. Lose Game Seven. And Boston goes on to the NBA Finals. That was in 87. That, that game brought me to tears. I, I was destroyed as a young <laughs> Detroit kid. I was literally crying. But uh, the team the year before that, the 1985-1986 Boston Celtics are, are regarded by many to be the greatest team of all time. I know that is definitely up for debate when we start to talk about the GOAT here uh, in our episode today, but this was an amazing team. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Dennis, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ames, their entire starting lineup averaged in double figures. They were they were as dominant of a franchise as a team this particular year uh, that you could think of in the NBA. What, what are your thoughts on all those guys?
1: Man, the, uh, the the Celtics. How how do you put it in words? How great they were. It's 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 kind of difficult because uh, to understand what they went through was amazing. You know, you mentioned the names on there, Hall of Famers up and down uh, the bench. Uh, you have M- Kevin McHale got six Man of the Year. Uh, Larry Bird was MVP that year. Um, Lakers were the number one team in the West coming into this Finals. That Magic Johnson and, and Kareem and, and James Worthy and Byron Scott. And the thing about this, I was just watching this 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 Finals earlier, and you mentioned about an inbound pass that was intercepted that caused. The Celtics to go on further in the playoffs well that happened in the finals here as well where where a young James Worthy who was who who was only he was coming off the bench at this time um I I think it was um was it uh Wilkes uh was injured and so uh this is game two Wilkes is injured so that forced James Worthy to start and, and get a lot of time he was still young he he ended up leading the the game in scoring for the Lakers, 29 points that game. But he made one crucial point where all they had to do is hold on to the ball. He got nervous, threw it to ac- try to throw it across. It got intercepted. They put it up, and and Magic said from that point they never really recovered. They, he coming into that, they they thought they were the better team. They thought they were great, and then this this mistake happened and. And it kind of just kind of shook them all. Um, So it was was, was just a crucial, crucial mistake. Um, And it went on, and and the Celtics just, they went on to win in seven. So it was not a a blowout by any means. Great, great, great series. Um, But that was like a pivotal moment, game two.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so, um, Darius threw out some great stats. That was... uh, that was the '84 Celtics, though. But, but, it's okay. but it's okay. The '86 Celtics beat the Houston Rockets in the NBA Finals.
1: Wait, 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 wait! wait. Oh my! I thought the '84 was made the list. They did not make the list.
0: <laughs> no, the 84. The, now they did. <laughs> <laughs> but the 85 86 so i mean but the 84 somethings were, were damn good too but i <laughs> but, but but like 80, how you
1: just let me to go on to this
0: old epic story no, no, I wasn't, young... no but talk about a young james worthy i was into it i wasn't gonna cut you off man i was gonna <laughs> let you run with it <laughs> but i mean they 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 were good, but the team that actually made the list, it is a Celtics team. But it's just the 85-86 ones. But that's okay. They okay. beat uh, I didn't act, I didn't even realize, to be honest with you, that there were that there was a year in the 80s where the, the Lakers actually didn't go to the championship. They the Houston Rockets were the team that the Celtics played in the championship this particular season. They beat them four game four games to two. This is also the year that the Celtics played the Bulls in the first round of the playoffs, and Michael Jordan had the, you know, he scored 49 points in, I think, game one, and then he came back in game two, and of course, infamously scored uh, 63 points in, in game two. All in losses, by the way. You know, Michael Jordan is the only guy who Everybody praises him for scoring a million points and still loses the game, but I'm not bitter about that. Um, so I actually had to look up man, this uh, this Houston Rockets team because I'm like, who did they have? Because I did they have Elijah Wan yet? I guess it was 85 86, yeah. so so that so they did because Elijah and Jordan yeah. came in the same year. So if Jordan played in that first round series. Uh, they definitely they definitely had uh Elijah Juan then. But I'm like, what notables what notable players did they have? Their their leading score was Akeem Olajuwon. He averaged 23 and a half points per game that season. Their second leading score was Lewis Lloyd. I'm sorry, no, Ralph Sampson, who's who was who was a who was a good player. He was at about 18.9. Lewis Lloyd was at 16.9 and then you had uh, John Lucas Jr. who averaged about 15 and a half points per game. He would go on, John Lucas would go on to be, uh, be a great coach in the NBA, uh, you know, some years down the road. And his son, John Lucas III, had a cup of coffee uh, in the NBA NBA as well. But, uh, but yeah, I did not realize that in 86, the Celtics actually beat the Rockets. In the in the finals, I didn't think anybody came out of the West but the Lakers in the in the eighties. I mean, that's all I remember. I don't even remember this Rockets team. Uh, Yeah, it's it's uh,
1: unfortunately very forgettable. That was Hakeem when he was just known as (laughs) Hakeem. He didn't have the H. Yeah, he didn't.
0: He wasn't Hakeem yet. He was still (laughs) (laughs) Hakeem. Yeah,
1: but but I mean, that was like the original. I, I don't know if I can say it original, uh, but I think of uh, Twin Towers. You know, think of David Robinson and and right, right, right. Yeah, Tim Duncan. And but
0: him and, him and Samson, I think they did kind of call them the Twin Towers or something like that, right? They did. Yeah,
1: yeah. 'Cause they, they that's that's what propelled them, you know. People sleep on um Ralph a little bit. He was an all-star MVP uh just in eighty five. So just you know, the prior year. Uh he was rookie of the year two years ago before that. So he was young and healthy at that time. Um so you know, there's a lot of things that you know folks forget about this Rockets team. I you know, I'm a I'm a Rockets fan. Um and 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 <laughs> And I over, you know, I think that's why, in part, I blocked out that you were trying to (laughs) to propel the the team. I don't want to talk about this. You think I want (laughs) to talk about them losing a championship? Yeah. I want to talk about them winning championships, Stokes. Yeah. So, (laughs) so what's so
0: what's the story? Uh, what's the story behind your uh your your Houston Rockets fandom? I mean, because you're not. You're not a Houston native, right? No. Okay. Not at all.
1: Not yeah. at all. So, um, it's, a, it's a it's a good question. Um so originally, I'm from South Carolina. We have no team. So, all right. uh,
0: <laughs> right. So do people do people in South Carolina root for the Hornets?
1: Yeah, that was the uh, the Hornets, but they were bad. They weren't right. any good. So, the only time people would go to from South Carolina to Hornets game was when your boy Michael was in town, Right, Uh, you know, people would travel because it's about four hours away from where I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina um, is Charlotte. So uh, I had no allegiance. Um, I was a a big Charles Barkley fan. So I followed him uh, from Phoenix to, to, to eventually Houston, but, um, but I I got on the dreams bandwagon as well. So I was, I was a, uh, Elijah Juan, um fan as well so that's got gotcha.
0: you okay all right so, so you when, kinda, he, when he got yeah so because you didn't live in a city with a team you kind of just adopted adopted a team and the and the Rockets was that team yeah okay gotcha okay all right makes sense all right well 1985 1986 Boston Celtics uh number two on our list of uh, greatest NBA NBA championship teams and as we uh, as we tend to do every episode Before we got a couple things to do here before we go into uh, Before we go into our goat our greatest uh, NBA NBA champion uh, champion team of all time uh, first do we want to go promo? Do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about yeah. the promotion? Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about that. Go take it away. Dears.
1: All right. As we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we love wings. We, we we think they're perfect for pairing. Um, so we know that there's a company out there, Buffalo Wild Wings, that's doing a promotion. This has nothing to do with them. They are excluded from this. This is something coming from the GOAT debate. But we want to cash app you $9.99 so you can get your wing on so you can Eat it while you're watching The Last Dance or listening to a future episode of The GOAT Debate. All you have to do is like this episode, subscribe on YouTube, and leave us a comment telling us what your GOAT team is that has a championship post-1980 in the NBA. So that's all you have to do. Like the episode subscribe, and then comment what is the GOAT team for the NBA past 1980. And what we will then do is we will take everybody who has fulfilled the requirements, I will put it on a random, in a randomizer, and I will draw a name and then I will contact you and let you know that you won. Uh, so make sure you give us your cash app. We will cash app you the $9.99 so you can get your wings and enjoy it with the last dance or possibly... The GOAT debates just that easy. No, no, uh, no, no, no paid entry is required.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, Enter. Throw, throw that info in and you're automatically entered. Subscribe on YouTube. Comment with your best NBA championship team of all time. And, and of course, like this episode uh, on YouTube. We appreciate the love. And support. And so before we get into our our GOAT, the greatest NBA championship team post 1980 of all time, we like to talk about snubs. We like to talk about teams that didn't make any of our list, but were were great NBA champions and and should probably get some love. And Darius, I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna give you a snub that was uh Voted on by the tribe, by our group of listeners out there. We appreciate it. They voted a team in uh in the top five that after the composite rankings didn't quite make our list. And it's a team that definitely deserves some some recognition. You kind of talked about this guy earlier. He was kind of the the one of the leaders of this team. It was one of the few Eastern Conference teams along with my beloved Detroit Pistons, to actually win an NBA championship in the 80s that was primarily dominated by the Magic Johnson-led Lakers and the Larry Bird-led Celtics. But this team actually defeated the Lakers in the NBA championship in 1983, and that team was the Philadelphia 76ers. I think they were a snub from this list. They, They made my my personal personal list they were in my in my top five this team was great man they went 65 and 17 uh in the regular season they had dr j they had moses malone they had bobby jones they had maurice cheeks at point guard they had earl curaton who actually um was was from Detroit and played played many years for the for the Pistons, but they had a really really good team. They uh, they dominated the Eastern Conference. Um, they dominated. They 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 swept the the Knicks in the first round. They beat uh, the Bucks four one in the second round. Or oh, I'm sorry, in the conference finals, because back then there were only two rounds in the in the playoffs before you got to the championship. There was just the, the conference semifinals, the conference finals, and then you made the championship. So you didn't have to win three series to get to the championship. You only had to win two. So they only lost one game the entire playoff run. So they sweep the Knicks, they lose a game to the Bucks in the conference finals and then they swept the lakers playing the first two games uh in philly and then coming to la and and finishing the lakers off uh, in 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 the championship they were coached by billy, C- billy cuttingham a legendary coach and uh, just a just a great team overall so uh, the the tribe snub this week is the 1983 philadelphia 76ers anything you want to add to that
1: uh, nope. Yeah, I mean, you, well, a little bit, you, 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 you summed it up really well. Um. They, they were stacked. Both teams were stacked, you know, yeah. uh, you know, Lakers had, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar again, little guy who, you know, he led the playoffs in points and Magic Johnson led the playoffs and assists. And then you have on the other end, uh, you know, Moses Malone who was a defensive stud, you know, led the, the, the playoffs and rebounds and and went on to get the finals MVP. So it was a, you know, a, a great pick by the tribe. Um, just quite didn't get in there with the composite, but, uh, you know, one of the
0: best of all time. All right. All right. And I think this particular moment is one you've been waiting for. <laughs> so I'm going to let you have the floor, for so that you may talk about the team that you feel like was a snub. A team that you felt like should have made this list but did not make it. And I, I think I know where we're going with this, but 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 take it away, sir. You, the floor is yours.
1: There's no secret at this point where I'm
0: going with this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to
1: 1994, 1995. The team that should have been on this list but was snubbed I'm trying to keep it calm, Stokes. I'm trying to keep it calm for the people. Led by the great Hakeem Olajuwon. He had the H by this point, right? He was hot He had his H. He was full dream power, man. <laughs> the 94-95 Rockets were definitely a snub as they went on to defeat the great Shaquille O'Neal and the Los Angeles Lakers. Not only did they beat them, they swept them 4-0. I know you're saying, let's go ahead and, and, and address the elephant in the room. It is the year that Jordan wasn't there. But, in fact, he was there. He played. He came back. Baseball went on strike. Let's talk. Let's let's address this because people want to talk about he only playing 19 games that season. All right. This fact. is the same. That's true. Right. It is true, but it is not a – it is not a strike against the Chicago Bulls because he only played 19 games. And let's talk
0: about... my. It's not a strike against the Rockets.
1: It's not... Well, him either, because you're you're kind of sliding Michael Jordan because he only played 19 games. He's not the great Michael Jordan. So let's talk about Michael Jordan for a second. The guy who, at age 50, was whooping up people one-on-one, NBA players, at 50. So you're telling me a guy at 50 who can handle his own against nba players mm-hmm. could not who's been training he wasn't on the couch eating doritos he was playing attempting to play professional baseball he was in shape so let's not discount the fact that he you know that he's coming in late as if he's like a bum off the street he didn't he he, he he's not a bum off the street he's the greatest player of all time so let's move who, who, on there he
0: wasn't in basketball shape he had been playing baseball. He's the greatest. He can play bums. He, I mean, great players
1: at the age of fifty and hang. Okay, okay. you t- you telling me in his prime? Because he didn't different. play.
0: It's different. no, it's not.
1: It's, it, it ain't different. It ain't okay. different because okay, there's two sides to that coin. He didn't play a lot. But he also did not play a lot, meaning he had no wear and tear. He didn't have the injuries of a of a grueling back to back NBA season. He was rested. He was he was in shape from playing baseball, um, so he was ready to go. All right, let's look past that. Okay. Because there's 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 more. There's more. Name me. Go ahead. I want you to think about it. Take your time. Name me another team that went on to win the championship that defeated the number one team in the west the number two team in the west the number three team in the west and then the number one team the listen the magic were no slump they were number one in the east
0: yeah because jordan was gone
1: but okay okay so what okay they would have been number two if jordan was at his prime but that matter but the, the facts are the facts they beat the one two three seed in the in the west in the number 1 seed in the east and get no love are you kidding me are you c- c- kidding me so i mean this is a team that that overcame a horrible regular season they had chemistry issues they just finally got uh Clyde Drexler traded for him in february so they they took a while to get their stride so yeah they didn't look that great all the way but once they finally got to where it counted they demolished the best teams in the league. So, come on. You got to show them the love. That's why I put them
0: up. No, nope, they had a run like no other. Man, listen. Listen. You just they won 47 games in the regular season. Now, granted, they won they won the championship the previous year, right? They beat the they beat the Knicks in the championship. That team was a 58, you know, a 58 win team. They were number two in the West that year. Seattle was, was number one. And then they come back the next year, win 47 games. They're sixth. There's, they are sixth in the East, I mean the West that year. They are a sixth seed. Now, granted, a great feat to win, to beat the three seed in round one, because if you're the sixth seed, you play the three. Then they go on to the semifinals, and in a, in a seven-game series, they beat Phoenix. Phoenix was the two-seed, as you stated, and then they beat San Antonio, who was the one-seed, 4-2 in the conference finals. So, yes, great job by a six-seed accomplishing what they accomplished, right? But in the annals of NBA history, when you talk about great NBA championship teams, you are the only person on planet Earth that I have ever heard mention the 1994-95 Houston Rockets. Partly because listen, it's it's not fully their fault, but they were completely overshadowed by Michael Jordan who dominated the 90s. And they won in the two years, okay, or the year and the year and three fourths year that Michael Jordan was not in the league. So when you when you put all that together, they're they're just not a memorable championship team. they I know you love Houston. You that's your adopted. Your adopted franchise. This is, that, this is
1: insulting to everybody who played. Shaq was the NBA scoring
0: champion. He was. He was. Listen. Hakeem Olajuwon was, took him geez. to school. Hakeem hey, Olajuwon took him to school in that NBA final series. I've Listen. Shaq admits that himself. He got taken to school in that series. No doubt. Houston had a – listen. They had good players. They had Olajuwon. They had Kenny the Smith. They they acquired Drexler, they had Mario Ellie. I mean, they had, you know, they had some Robert good players. Horry, Robert Sanders. Sanders. You could go they on and Sanders. on. They, they were. were solid. They had some good players, no doubt. But top five NBA championship team of all time. Nah. No.
1: Listen, Hakeem was on a roll. He he set the most amount of blocks for the playoffs that year. He was a ba bu- 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 beast. Do not <laughs> play with me.
0: Show me Bro. my respect. Listen, man. I Listen, I, I gave you the floor <laughs> and, and allowed you to speak on your snub without insulting you completely. So I, did, mm-hmm. I, I, I gave you some love in that regard. But, but it's your list. You, you have a right to to have the opinions that you have. And so, you know, this real
1: quick, real quick, real quick, real okay. quick, real quick, real, quick, real right. quick. How many games did Jordan have to play for it to be a valid season by him?
0: I, well, he played 19, right? Plus the playoffs, right? So he played oh, 19, playoffs. 19 regular season. Games. And then I think if I'm not mistaken, the magic beat knocked him out. They beat, yes. they beat the bulls to, uh, was it semifinals or was it conference finals? i mean, I think it was the second round. It was early, yeah, it was. Yeah, early. I think it was. I think it was the second round. But uh, how many games? A full season, Darius. That's how many games. Really, he to play. really. Like, the goat. The goat of the NBA.
1: Yeah, man. He He's the full season to be validated.
0: Okay, yeah. ask ask me answer this question. When he came back the next year and played a full season, what happened? We know, we know what happened. We know what happened. He he tore he he tore everybody out the frame, and Did
1: started
0: it? and started the first of what was you know what was uh another threepeat. So, yeah, man, he needed. It's 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 different sports. I, I get the point you're trying to make. Well, he was playing baseball, so he was already in shape. Yeah, but it's different. It's, it's basketball. It's baseball. It's Played it's two months of that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but I mean, hey, listen, <laughs> your 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 list, you know, I I will I'll give it to you. So my snub, uh, real quick before, and, I, and I'll try to be brief, so we can get into this. The goat, I think most people probably know who the goat is now, but one of the teams that I had ranked in my personal top five that did not make the list. Was uh the first of the Shaq and Kobe era Lakers, and that was the 2000. Uh, I was toggling between the 2000 and the 2001 Lakers because, although the 2000 Lakers, which was the first championship the Shaq and Kobe won, they had a great season. They were they were 67 and 15, which is you know which is which is remarkable. They were first in their division. They were first in the West. Um, you know, but there's so many things about that team that makes uh makes them memorable. You know, they they had some tough series on on the road to that championship, too. I mean, they they went five games with the Sacramento Kings, who they ended up having a great rivalry with. Uh, during those years that they were they were winning championships, it was kind of the Lakers and the Kings are going at it. The Kings they met them in the first round this particular year, but in in uh, subsequent years would go on and meet them like in the conference finals and things like that, because that was when uh, the Kings had Weber and Vladi Divot, Pages think They had a really a really good squad, and uh, so they go five games. This was before the first round series. Used to be a best of five, so this was probably one of the last years before they converted that to uh, to a best of seven. So they go five with the Kings, they beat them in five, they handle the Suns pretty well. They beat they beat the Suns in five, and then they go on to have uh, a classic series against the Portland Trailblazers. Um, and that game seven, with them being down. I want to say they were down 17, maybe in the fourth quarter, they had, they were down big. And of course the memorable play where Kobe throws the alley-oop to Shaq, Shaq dunks it with one hand and makes, you know, the big eyes and the, the big face, you know, that's one of the, uh, the memorable highlights, you know, in, in, in NBA history. And I just, I remember vividly, uh, watching it. And that was, uh, like I said, it was, it was quite the feat to, to come back from that deficit, and those Portland Trailblazers teams were really, really good. They were stacked. People want to talk about, oh, super teams just came about when LeBron James teamed up with Bosch and Wade. Man, that Portland team had Rasheed Wallace, Scotty Pippen, Damon Stoudemire. I mean, they had they had a good, good team, and they were literally on the cusp of, of going to the NBA finals and the Lakers made that big fourth quarter comeback to win that game seven in LA. And then they go on to play uh, the Indiana Pacers in the NBA finals and they handled the Pacers pretty well. They won they won that series uh, in six to get their first championship. So the 2000 Lakers were a great team. I was debating between them and the, two, the next year, 2001, mainly because that 2001 Lakers team did something similar to what that Warriors team we talked about previously did. They went 16-1 in the playoffs. They only lost one game uh, that entire playoff series. But the 2000 Lakers, you know, was a special team in that it was Kobe and Shaq's first championship uh, together. And then just that memorable game seven that they played in the conference finals Uh, against portland so the 2000 lakers were were my were my snub and we can go ahead now and just 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 talk about the goat man who is the greatest nba championship team of all time post 1980 we want to throw that caveat in because i know people will say there were some great teams in the 60s and 70s but uh you know darris and i weren't living then. (laughs) <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna we're to 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 talk post post 1980 and of course i think everybody knows where we're probably going um they were unanimous they were on my list they were on Darius's list they were on the list of the tribe i also should point out before we we announce the team i think most people know who it is the 2017 golden state warriors were also a unanimous uh selection so they made my list your list and they also made the list of uh, the tribe, our, our listeners out there. So uh, good taste, man. You know, they, you know the people the people know what they're talking about. But the GOAT, the greatest NBA championship team of all time. I don't even think we need a drum roll. It saddens me to say it because I hate these guys <laughs> personally. But the 1995-1996 Chicago Bulls, uh, without a doubt, Probably the greatest team in NBA history. Would you agree?
1: Uh, I do agree. It was, it was the number one team on my uh, list. And as you mentioned, the tribes. So, it, I mean, there's so many great things about that team. But I, I want to take a look at their opponents uh, before we do. The, the Supersonics coming into that. They have the highest record of any loser coming yeah. into the finals on our, our list 64 and 18 that is a ridiculous uh, yeah. record um that's higher than a lot of winners um sure. you know got, okay. that's,
0: that's higher than your 45 win houston rockets team that you were talking <laughs> about yeah tell me about it back to
1: the sonics um, <laughs> i mean
0: gary payton
1: uh sean kemp that duo was is one of the greatest duos of all time. Gary Payton was the Defensive Player of the Year that year. Um, and, and the Sonics, you speak about my, my Rockets, they knocked out the two-time defending champs to get there. Alright? Um, but they were the number one seed, so that was anticipated uh, going into it. So, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about how great that, that Sonics team was, and it's just unfortunate how they... Dismantled right after that. They played one more season. Uh going into that um, that next season, Sean Kemp was disgruntled with his contract. A la Scottie Pippen. If you uh take a look, I cut a video on why Scottie Pippen wasn't the you know, didn't have a horrible contract. Well, Sean Kemp thought he had a horrible contract and wanted out. And he ended up getting out and he fell off and, and and got fat and had drug <laughs> issues and <laughs> all of that. But before all that, he was throwing down some massive dunks. He was blocking people's shots all over the place. Um, so I wanted to pay a little bit of respect to how great the Supersonics team was that the
0: really... the
1: Bulls. Yeah,
0: go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they had they had they had a really, really good uh, a good team, and if they were going against anybody other than Michael Jordan, they probably would have won. They probably would have won the NBA championship. They, I mean, they had, um, you know, like you said, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp are probably one of the most underrated, you know, duos in you know in, in NBA history. Sean Kemp is when Sean Kemp was Sean Kemp. He was he was probably. I remember me and my cousin, man, who I, who I kind of grew up with, kind of like a brother. We would just, he would watch tape of sean kemp like constantly because my cousin was you know pursuing basketball and things of that nature and that dude at a time was probably the most athletic basketball player i had ever seen that dude could jump out the gym extremely athletic so they had payton they had sean kemp they had nate mcmillan who of course now is a is a coach but he was a great defense they had a great defensive team mcmillan was a good defender gary payton was a you know elite defender eric snow was very young at the time he was a great you know he would go on to become a great defender they had uh detlef shrimp who was you know a great shooter a great player they had hersey hersey hawkins was the shooting guard so peyton and hersey hawkins were the backcourt and they had uh irvin johnson was a big they brought off the bench sam perkins Another, they had a really, really good team, man. And like I said, anybody but the Bulls would have got that work, and they would have they would have lost. But uh, I'll let you I'll let you finish uh, your thoughts on on the '96 Bulls. But but you're right, you paying pan some homage to the Sonics that year. They were they were a very good team. Yep,
1: and, and led by a uh, coach uh, Carl, right? Um, yeah, George
0: Carl. Yep, George George Carl. Carl yeah, yep. yeah, yep.
1: So you know. Studs all around, but we're we, we really not here for them. Yeah, we we're here not. For, we're here for, <laughs> what we're the, for the other guys, whatever. <laughs> the other guys, your hero, the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah. I mean. By zero, go ahead. <laughs> all right, let's you talk about a stack team, right? Yeah. Uh, six man of the year, Tony Kukok. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> coach of the year. Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. MVP of the All-Star game, the, the 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 league and the finals. Michael Jordan who Ridiculous. finally got that full season under his belt so he was ready to play finally and once he did good god look out they were the first team to win first and the only team to win 70 games and a That's championship. A
0: Oh, and, okay, and, and, and the championship. The championship. Okay. <laughs>
1: there you go. A lot of oh, us, man. a lot of us, kept including
0: the Warriors in this this debate, but they yeah. lost the championship battle. Yeah. Like, so. Seventy-three, seventy. They broke the Bulls' regular season record, but then they didn't finish the job. They lost in the championship. Yeah.
1: Yep. So it had big slubulous, but I mean, I was just watching the. That was a very physical final. Um, you know. Rodman was getting in people's head, got uh, Sean Kemp thrown out of the game. I mean, they were going back and forth. The physicality was there. Uh, it was just a very fun series to rewatch. And um, the, the Bulls, the greatest of all time that started the, the second three-peat and, um, you know, it just took off. They're, they are, you know, the greatest basketball team in history
0: yeah I mean you know it's debatable it's about, it's <laughs> about, about their greatness you know but it I was mean, debatable but we, we have we have solidified it Stokes except yeah, right, <laughs> it's no yeah. longer debatable I, I guess that's the purpose of this show right to kind of settle yeah. these uh settle these differences they they got revenge on the Orlando magic after losing to them you know the the previous year they end up sweeping them. In the conference finals. So, you know, a full strength Jordan, you know, full season under his belt. They took care of the, they took care of the, the magic in, in four, they beat the Knicks in five in the semifinals and they swept the Miami heat in the first round. So they really only lose. So they lose 10 games in the regular season. They lose three. They almost lose a third of the games they lost in the regular season. Uh, in the in the playoffs, which you know, but you know, Increasing. increase increase competition, things of that nature. But yeah, definitely, I don't have a whole lot to, to add to that. You know, definitely one of the, uh, if not the greatest team of all time.
1: And and, and we mentioned earlier about uh, you, you said about Michael Jordan carrying the scoring load and and just kind of dominating. To to put this in perspective, it's one of the only series uh only finals um matchup where he didn't go totally crazy he still averaged 27 points a game right but if you put that only only (laughs) but if you put that in perspective to his other runs where he was 93 he was at 35 points right uh 92 34 and uh, uh uh 98 32 and 31 so his production was down slightly yeah. which is crazy to say because those are the top 10 scoring efforts of all time yeah but probably, speaks, probably speaks
0: a little bit in, in, to the the Sonics and some of the defensive players they had i mean you right. you can't completely stop Michael Jordan right you know you only can hope to uh, to contain him <laughs> And so uh, you know, so 27 points a game is nothing to, nothing to sneeze at for sure. So yeah. so yeah, so 95 96 Chicago Bulls, I think um, most people would agree that they're probably the greatest NBA championship team and maybe even the greatest team of all time. Well, that's it, man, that's that's our list. Uh, the greatest NBA champions of, of all time post 1980. Think it's a pretty good list. So, to recap, number five, the 1980 Los Angeles Lakers, number four, the 2017 Golden State Warriors, number three, and number one in my heart, the 1989 Detroit Pistons, number two, the 1986 Boston Celtics, and the GOAT, the 1996 Chicago Bulls. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to another edition of the GOAT Debate Podcast, episode two. Thank you guys for for hanging with us uh, and and checking out today's episode. Don't forget, YouTube, guys. Don't forget, go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, GOAT Debate. Uh, Comment on this episode who you think is the best NBA championship of all time, NBA championship team of all time. Like the episode and you will be entered into a uh, random pot for a chance to win some wings man some buffalo wild wings we're not sponsored by them but we just want to treat you guys to some chicken because you know we like you so uh be sure to do all those things on our youtube channel also be sure to follow us on social media you can find us on twitter and instagram at goat underscore debate also search the goat debate podcast on facebook we're on Facebook as well. But before we sign off, Darius, we want to talk a little bit about next week's episode because we got we got something, uh, something interesting uh, on tap.
1: Man. So next week's uh, episode will be live. So you want to follow us on Facebook. Uh, so search the Goat Debate on Facebook here. I'll also drop our link in the uh, description so you can follow us there. But next week we're gonna have this amazing debate uh, that that we we came up with, Brandy versus Monica. Right. Who was the greatest? Who has the greatest catalog? And what we're gonna do? We're gonna do it a little special. We've 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 got we, we've sent out the bat signal, <laughs> and what we did is we got some two super talented singers. And yeah. they are going to sing the catalog for us in case, because this goes back to, I think they were like around 95 or so when uh, yeah de- when 90s came out.
0: 90s, yeah, 90s for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So some of y'all might have forgotten some of the, the hits that they had. So yeah. we're going to remind you with some live acapella
0: performances. <laughs> not by me. <laughs> and definitely I not, how- I said definitely not by me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And Stokes, I will be (laughs) taking Monica's catalog, and guess what? I'm bringing a ringer. I'm Uh, bringing a ringer, uh, so you better be ready.
0: Yeah, man. Well, you know, I got, I got, I got. I know people who know people, so uh, you know, I'm taking on, I'm taking on Brandy's Brandy's catalog. I have a great singer on tap to represent Brandy. We're going to take it back to '90s r you guys have been seeing all of these battles between various artists and things like that on Instagram So we're taking a little page out of that book But with a twist so our singers are gonna come on with us next week and they're gonna sing uh, not not the whole songs, but some brief covers of some of Brandy and Monica's greatest hit so next week's episode be sure to check it out if you're a fan of 90s r&b uh you'll love it brandy versus monica it was a debate that we always had because they were for a time they were they were at the top of the food chain for you know for 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 female r&b so uh they're gonna go head up next week with a twist with some great singing and we're gonna talk about uh their music their catalogs and debate. Who truly is the GOAT? Is it Brandy or is it Monica? I can't wait for that one. But uh, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. Be sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, whether you listen on Spotify or Stitcher or any of the other podcasting outlets, you will find The GOAT Debate there. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all of that. We appreciate you guys tuning into this edition of the Goku Box podcast where we settle once and for all who is the greatest of all time, or at least we like to think we do. So, us, Meach, there, signing off. Check you guys out next time. Peace.
1: Yeah.